Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Welcome to our 71st episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we were actually in Denver. And uh, our hotel um, so nicely gave us these um, New Image Brewing Company beers. uh, The Blood Orange... Wood beer. beer? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Moped. Yeah, it was really really nice of them. He's like, you guys want a couple beers? Just for free? Really? Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. We've, so, been yeah. on, we've been on the road. Yeah, we've been on the road all week, and so uh, we were in Sacramento the last couple days, and we just got to Denver today, and mm-hmm. yeah, so we decided to record on the road. Yep. So we're in the We're the in the hotel, hotel room. <laughs> recording. So those of you watching, it may look a little different. Hopefully it doesn't sound any different to yeah, I know. people just listening. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it will sound so. different. Uh Yeah, so this week we are going to be talking about change, Um, and I guess mainly like people, the way that people want change to happen, but they don't want to do anything about how they... they, It's like they pretend to even just go through the motions. Mm -hmm. It's like a hamster on a wheel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some of them don't even do that. I know. They just talk about the change and never go after it yes yeah so we're gonna be talking about that but before we get started with that Seth has his dumbass post of the week yeah this one I picked just because of what we're talking about I've seen it quite a bit and I know that I even have friends that have shared this multiple times um, and it's not so much that it's a dumbass post most of the stuff I, I I read or we share has to do with just you're an idiot I don't <laughs> I don't really tag that with this right but I completely disagree with the sentiment behind it. Mm-hmm. And this one is the, you will get there when you are meant to get there and not one moment sooner. So relax, breathe, and be patient. Mm-hmm. And the reason I hate that is it's a complete apathetic approach to anything you're trying to get. It basically says it doesn't matter how hard you work, you're going to get there when you get there. And that's not true. Yeah. It's just not true. I think that like the way that I look at it, is because I I do believe that you will get there when you're meant to get there. I do. But I think that you need to you know, put forth all of the all of the different steps before you get there or so you can yeah. get there, not just sit down and breathe and relax and just It'll let happen. it yeah, let yeah. it happen. Well, the reason I hate this as well is it's used not not everyone that shares it. But most people that I've seen share it, they use it as an excuse as to why they're not working as hard as they should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. even as we get into this, and I think that's a good segue, mm-hmm. is people don't know what hard work is. Right. And and it's it's become this relative term where people are like, oh, I'm, I'm working so hard. It's like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. It, it's that, it, it, it's that, you know, and... I don't want to tie in so much fitness on this, but it's one of the things that we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's easy to, to pull from that to have these conversations. But, you know, the the 
the conversation or the, or the, the, the phrase that people say, well, you're lapping everyone on the couch. Yeah, you can lay on your stomach and crawl around a couch and lap the person sitting there. Mm-hmm. That statement isn't meant to say, yeah, giving 5% is better than the person giving 0%. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I think that, that that statement tends to mean to people. Mm-hmm. That it's this, I'm going to quit stressing over how soon I hit my goal because it's going to happen when it happens. Now, there are things in life that... Can you always speed up everything through hard work? No, Mm -hmm. that's not true. But most goals, I think people can. Mm -hmm. And and they use things like that as as an excuse as to not do it. I mean, you you know, even your your weight loss, if you had given 50% instead of 100%, it would have taken you twice as long to get there. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I agree with now, that. Now, giving 100%, there still has to be a realistic timeline. Mm-hmm. But just like hard work, people don't know what 100% means. People think that, oh, I did something that made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But that means I gave 100%. It's like, no, it's not. I, very rarely do I see people giving 100% mm-hmm. in anything. I know. They all say they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But none of them are. Uh-huh, I know. They all say, you you got to... You know, I, I read a thing yesterday. It was like, marriage isn't 50-50. It's 100%. It's 100-100. Uh-huh. Well, who the hell's doing that? Nobody's doing that. Yeah. You know, not people with problems anyway. Right. They're not doing that. Um, and then one person thinks that their so-called 100% is enough to make up for the other person's 50%. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I know. And, like, with, with us talking about this, too... Um, I was reading a blog the other day, and I don't know, it, it said something about, um, about kind of what you're saying, like a couple giving 100% and, mm-hmm. and all that, and that, you know, your partner, if, even if your partner isn't giving 100%, you need to give 100%. Right. And I really had to, like, sit and think about that. I was like, they really think that? Like, you both you both should be putting in the same amount of effort. Mm-hmm. And, but I think that if they're not, if your partner isn't fucking trying at all, yeah. like, what's the point? Your 100% is not going to make any traction. No. I mean, if you look, if you, if you're both sitting in a rowboat... And one of you isn't rowing and the other one's rowing 100%, you're going in circles. So you're not going anywhere. And it's the exact same concept in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So if one person's giving 0%, you need to quit steering that boat and go find another partner that can steer a fucking paddle. <laughs> yeah. And so I completely disagree with that sentiment that even if your partner's not giving 100%, you need to give. Uh-huh. Now, I don't want to take that out of the context of your partner's struggling or having problems right. or things like that where yeah. sometimes you have to pick up their slack. Uh-huh. That's not what we're talking no, about. We're talking no. about that that disengaged partner um, and the, the other one that wants to save the marriage and wants to progress the marriage and wants to engage and the other one's just completely disengaged and hands mm-hmm. off. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Not, not helping each other on occasion. Uh-huh. Yeah, when one partner's yeah. down. But uh-huh. if you find yourself always having to paddle by yourself... You're paddling by yourself more than they're paddling with you. You got a shitty relationship. You need to reevaluate yeah. your your relationship and. And how long can you can't keep that up forever? No, you can't. 
So yeah, I mean, we we really wanted to talk about this and we hope that it doesn't turn into like more of a a ranting type episode. Well, that's what I was looking forward to. But I think it I think it may be <laughs> a ranting um what grinds our gears type of episode. And I mean cuz it gets frustrating. It gets really frustrating with with people you know, saying things and and not doing doing something towards what they they're, they're they not, say they're gonna do. They're <laughs> not taking real substantial measures to reach their goals mm-hmm. or better themselves or better their relationship or whatever whatever it is that they're you know tooting their own horn about that they're about to do mm-hmm. or that they're in the middle of doing. They aren't taking real substantial steps to achieve anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's really shifted where where we're in a society and, and we have a culture now where I think I've mentioned this before, but people feel better just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, if, if I just put it if I just put it out there on Facebook that I'm going to do something, then that's a way for me to hold myself accountable. When you should just shut the fuck up, <laughs> yeah, and do it, and then say, uh-huh. hey, here's my result. Uh-huh. Here's how I got here. Nobody wants I, I if if I am trying to save $10 million. I'm not going to partner with someone that's also trying... I don't mean marriage. I mean, I'm not going to reach out to a financial counselor that only has $1,000 in the bank. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, hey, I want to save $10 million. And, and the financial counselor says, you know what? I want to save $10 million too, so let's go on this $10 million journey together. Mm-hmm. No, I want to talk to the guy that's already saved $10 million mm-hmm. and how he did it. Right. Tell me what you did to get there. Uh-huh. I don't care about us going on this journey together and you exploring the pitfalls. Get there, talk to someone that's gotten there, and then that reevaluates, well, here's here's the mistakes that I made. Uh-huh. Here's here's the here's the mistakes I didn't make. Right. Here's what I did right. Here's what I did wrong to reach this ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. But... So many people don't want to do that. They no. don't want to reach out to the person that's actually going to help them because they feel more comfortable with somebody that's stumbling along just like they are. Yeah, I know. I think that they feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know, if they were to go go to someone that is more successful than them, if with anything, and I mean, this goes with our our podcast. Yeah. You know, where people people don't really relate to us or whatever which we have been there we've been through the bad stuff we've been through hell Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we now with each other we have we have everything and life is great but um but people want to listen to other people that are struggling in their relationship it gives them comfort to know that other people are struggling mm-hmm. and comfort isn't going to equal success yeah you shouldn't feel any level of comfort when you're trying to achieve something you should feel complete discomfort because that means you got out of your dis- your comfort almost a discomfort zone because <laughs> you got out of your comfort zone yeah but people don't want that they want to be coddled and there's so many people willing and ready to raise their hand and say, well, I'll coddle you. Mm-hmm. I'll coddle you and put you under my wing and help you help you out. Instead of actually just going to the source that's going to provide them with the best information and guidance to get there. Yeah, I know. You know? Mm-hmm. Not everything has to be a fucking buddy system. No. You know? No, I know. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that... 
it's just it does just get really frustrating um i don't like hearing people that are struggling <laughs> well, not, not that they are struggling or whatever but i don't like to hear them try to give other people advice well i mean there's a very we've, we've bashed them on here before there's a very prominent marriage podcast mm-hmm. that's about you know, it's a completely dysfunctional marriage where he hates her, she hates him, they can't stand each other, they don't like having kids, he's disconnected, she's a bitch. You know, we've, we've, we've talked about them on here before, but they are, act, people are actively listening to them. And if you go and look at their reviews, it's never, hey, thanks for the advice. Mm-hmm. Hey, you really helped my marriage. It's, it's, oh my God, it's so nice to know that we aren't the only ones out there with a shitty relationship like you two idiots. Yeah. And that's what everybody likes about it mm-hmm. because they just don't feel alone. Yeah. And I I have such a hard time understanding that perspective mm-hmm. of this weird innate desire to just not feel like you're alone. Yeah. And you can't really talk about it without sounding arrogant or pretentious i know and, and so that makes it even even a little more tough because people immediately hop on that bandwagon that when you start saying well it's lonely at the top that well he thinks he's better than everybody because he thinks he's at the top mm-hmm. and and the mere fact that people have a problem with somebody else's success they're the ones that alienate that person mm-hmm. they don't choose to alienate themselves mm-hmm and that's what that statement really means. And yeah. It's only the top because, you know, I can't sit around here and fuck around with all of you not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, I don't have time for that. Uh-huh. And, and I mean that from whoever feels that they're in that, in that position. But what we have nowadays is nobody really trying to get to the top. It's just, hey, we're all down here at the bottom together. Let's all just hold hands and pal around and I'll pat you on the ass and tell you what a great job you did even though you didn't do a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and it, it's really this so concerned about how people feel when they're going through the process when someone like me who's a little, I don't even know what to say, I guess hard-nosed about it or even even an asshole about it is I don't want to hear how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Just fucking get it done. Yeah, I know. You know? Well, I know. There, I think that, I think that it really bugs me a lot because... Because of the journey that I went on with not only my fitness journey, but my life journey with changing everything in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, from, you know, leaving the alcoholic, drug addict fiance to, you know, changing to a new job to getting with an awesome guy like you. (laughs) And... I had to take these steps, you know, I had to do everything and I had to change myself. Mm-hmm. I had to, to make sure that I was a winner You're right. <laughs> and that I was taking every step to win at life. Mm-hmm. And I think that people just, and, and that's the other thing that the, the thing that bugs me the most is that... I didn't say anything, you know, along my You didn't way. post great things coming. Yeah, on, on my way, you know, to the quote-unquote top or whatever. The hustle's going to pay off. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I, I just 
did what had to be done, and then let the results show for themselves. That's exactly what you're supposed to... And that applies with everything. Mm -hmm. That's what it should apply, what should apply with everything. Um, And I I really, truly think that we are seeing... And I'm, I'm more amazed at people my age that are in their 40s that are doing this. But... And I see it all the time. I've got people at high school with that are constantly doing this. People we've met that are constantly doing this, where they want they want a pat on the back for doing their job. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> oh hey, I I did this at work today. When it's like, oh yeah, isn't that your job? <laughs> you know, I don't I don't get on here and talk about hey, I closed a cell today because guess what? That's what you're. That's supposed my fucking to do. job. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I don't, pe- people, and when I say that, I know, I know that the counter argument is, well, you need to celebrate your little successes. Well, your definition of success is different than mine. That's true. Because doing your job and getting a check in the block that you're doing the bare minimum to, or not even the bare minimum, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to, even if you're above average at your job. That doesn't, from my perspective, that doesn't warrant anything. Uh-huh. I mean... The people that work for me that go above and beyond, go above and beyond. Uh-huh. It's not, oh, yeah. hey, great job at doing everything you were supposed to this week. You're going to get an attaboy at the end of the day. Uh-huh. No. You did exactly what you're supposed to do. Then you put in an extra 20 hours. And then guess what? You were doing stuff over the weekend, and I sent you on travel to two different places in the week. Good job. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> I bet people are thinking, geez, I'd hate to work for Seth. But I reward you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You do a really good job at, at you know, making sure that those people are taken care of. No. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, all of this is just. It is a big rant, I guess. Yeah. Well, and and yeah, I, I figured it kind of would be. I. I but I, I think that, it, one of the struggles that we have with it is because we we talk about this. A, a lot. lot. It's something that really bothers me mm-hmm. um, to the point that I, I I will like verbally say to you, why am I so Mad irritated about, about what these idiots are doing over here? It mm-hmm. doesn't affect me at all. It's not making my life any better or any worse. And I have a really hard time pinpointing, like, why do I even give a shit? Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the things that bothers me is I don't want to be lumped into that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You know, I'm not part of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, what you're trying to do and succeed is, is way different than what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And and, and I think that that's, that's one of the things that that does bug me mm-hmm. is when... And, and this is something we, we even talked about earlier today, and, and I sound very... I don't even know what, what I would say. I don't want a sense of community. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I'm sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. I don't put a lot of stock in a sense of community. Mm-hmm. And. Well, I'm sure everybody probably know, knows probably, that. It knows me is like, well, yeah, no shit. Well, you know? and even from listening to the <laughs> podcast, I mean, yeah. how, how we always say that, you know, I'm your number one. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't care about everybody. Yeah. And, and I think that. Uh, you know, people, one of the things that does kill me is when people are on social media, like, 
you know, they talk about how small the circle is. And then they have 2,000 or more fucking friends. Yeah. And your circle's not small. You're a attention-hungry, thirsty-ass lying bitch when you say <laughs> something like that. Now, if you say your circle's small and I look at your Facebook page and you've got 80 people, yeah, yeah. you're, you're not bullshitting. Yeah. That is a pretty small circle. But I'm one of those people that I, I really do intentionally try to keep my circle small. Uh-huh. Um, and I say intentionally. I'm sure it's small because people may not want to be in my circle in the first place. That's true. And that's okay. <laughs> There's <laughs> that's no love lost true. there. I know. Um, but I, I think that that's one of the things that it, it's hard to say without sounding so... Like you know, I'm better than you? No, no. Well, I, that's part of it. But it's like I'm not... I'm not like flipping the metaphorical bird to people that feel that they have to have that, mm-hmm. that they have to have this social support system or this sense of community that they can rely on to encourage them or motivate them mm-hmm. or make them feel like they're part of something bigger because I, I just, I, I have this weird aspect of it where I'm just like if you want something bigger go get it. Yeah. You shouldn't need to have all of these other people telling you you can can do do it. it. Right. I know. Yeah. I mean because I I, I'm not necessarily I'm definitely not like you with harsh as I am. With the community thing I, I think I I enjoy you know people around and um, I mean, even with the podcast, I've, you know, met different people online and stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, and we have our own little community together and we all support each other. And I think that's cool. I think it's really awesome. But at the same time, I, I do feel like, you know, I don't, I don't have to have that, I guess. Yeah, but I think that's another good example because even in the podcast community stuff, you get lumped in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a podcaster? Oh, yeah. That's and there's true. so many different levels and offerings and things like that. And, you know, we, we had talked about doing an episode called So You Want to Start a Podcast. Yeah. Because there's so many, based on this community that up-and-coming podcasters join, mm-hmm. they're making so many mistakes. Yeah. And uh-huh. they either they're, I'm, I'm not saying we have a five-star production. Right. But they yeah. don't do simple things like their sound is shit. Uh-huh. Their intro is shit, and we went. We made those once again. We've made those mistakes. Oh yeah. But I didn't want to do a how to be a great podcaster because we're still figuring it out. Yeah. Now when we have, you know, when we're number one on iTunes or whatever, and that's not even a goal we've set. We we don't we don't have a goal with the podcast really. Um, it's just a way for us to communicate to people and hopefully somebody takes something away. Yeah. But we well, are talking the, about... But that's the thing, though, that I do like about the podcast is is the people reaching out, though. Mm-hmm. Is the people reaching out and the people saying, like, oh, my gosh, you know, me and my wife listen to yeah. your podcast and it really helps us. and We listen to it, we talk about it. Yeah, and that that I really like yeah. about it. I I really enjoy that. And... And that's a sense of community, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that, yeah, I like that. I, I, mean, I don't know. I guess there's a, there's a few things that 
I'm like, yeah, it's well, and, and community's I, good. <laughs> I, I, you know, when somebody asked me, what, why, why did you start the podcast? And, mm-hmm. and I think that we, we both probably have kind of different answers for it. But, you know, mine was really after going through a 12-year awful marriage. I have said it on here a hundred times. I thought that that was normal and that normal equaled good. Mm-hmm. And my, my biggest desire out of this was to inform not just guys, but anybody in a relationship that's with a disengaged, ineffectionate partner in a sexless marriage that's, you know, I had a kid, we were going through stuff, we went through ups and downs and all that stuff that everybody says they go through. I just want them to understand that you can find something better. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. get out of that. And to share that I didn't even make the decision to get out of that. I know. And that's something that, you know, the biggest mistake I made in that marriage was not being the one that pulled the trigger to get out of it. Uh-huh. Was having to gut it out for all those years just to be dumped. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to share that that story of my failure, my failure in that marriage, my failure of of recognizing my own worth, my failure of standing up and saying, I'm going to do something about this and changing my life and changing my happiness and not accepting that level. That was, that was really my intent behind it was mm-hmm. to be able to share that story and refer back to that as, because one of the funny things that I really, that I enjoy hearing, I, I, I enjoy all of it. I like people coming to us, telling us they listen to it and, and that they, you know, they listen with their partner and mm-hmm. they talk about it, which that is so much better than someone just listening and then going home and being like, well, Seth and Crystal said, yeah. uh, you know, because yeah. it doesn't do anything. I know. You know. Listening to us as a couple, you know, whether you agree with everything or not, is always going to be more productive. And mm-hmm. that's really an example of, of a couple putting forth the effort equally, yeah. at least in that aspect. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I really get a kick out of people that come up to us or reach out to us or message us and they say, I could have sworn listening to your episodes that you knew exactly what was going on in my personal yeah. life. Yeah. Um, and that I was, was like, the how, yeah. how did they know that? Or, you know, that's always the best to me because that at least gives me a little validity that what we went through, mm-hmm. whether it was you, whether it was me, um, it is relatable because oh, I think, yeah. you know, we, we have thought, you know, we're not relatable because we don't hate each other because we're not on here bitching about what the other one does and what annoys us about one another. Um, and so it was really nice to at least hear that. You know that story you told. I that was that exact that exact same thing happened to me. Like the detail for detail was yeah. exactly what happened. To yeah. Me. Have they been eavesdropping on yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> or the story you shared, the example you gave, that was me. Uh huh. Um, and no, we're not. No. Yeah. <laughs> These are real. It's, it's, real life. Yeah. It's real things stories. that we're dealing with, or, mm-hmm. or that we've dealt with, or we've talked to people that have dealt with as well. Uh, so that that's one of my biggest. I think enjoyments of feedback that we get yeah is that I think stuff. so too yeah uh-huh. I agree with that but I, I mean I guess going back to to the change stuff um you know people just don't don't put forth any kind of effort and I mean and, and when you you know because you hear it all the time in relationships you hear it all the time people say that well you know, he needs to change or she needs to change or if they would change, 
this, you know, yeah. everything would... Fall into place. Yeah. Have the perfect life, yeah. And... Well, and we've talked about how we both thought that in our last yeah, relationship. Yes, yes, exactly. And it's... You're right. Like, <laughs> um, if they would change or if you would change, things might get better. Mm-hmm. But you need to work on that. You need to do everything that it takes to change yourself. Yeah. And I your mean, partner needs to change themselves. You don't need to... Ch- you can't change them. Yeah. You know, we, we've listened to this this one lady that she has... She's had the exact same problem with herself for the last five years. Of what she doesn't like about herself and what she wants to change. And she hasn't done anything about it. And so every time it comes around to, well, what what is it you want to change? It's the same thing. Well, you're not allowed to continue to complain about what's not changing when you aren't doing what it takes to change it mm-hmm. whether that's you know you're, if your complaint is well I'm always broke or I don't like how I look or I need to get more educated or I don't, I don't, I don't make enough time for me or whatever you're allowed to have that complaint once if you don't fix it you decided that whatever else was going on was more important than that complaint and you need to shut the fuck up about it <laughs> Yeah. either fix it or don't mm-hmm. um and people want to continually talk about that complaint. Well, we struggle with this. We struggle with that. I mean, one of the things that, you know, and I said I don't want to do this too much, but with the fitness thing that, that just always comes up is, oh, I've got, to, I've got to get back on track. If I could just, if I can just do this or it doesn't matter how many times you start over and, and all that crap that, that people tell themselves that they want to hear or feel they need to hear to try to re-engage is, is just bullshit. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Just get committed and do it. And it, not just in fitness, but in life, life and everything else, people tend to try to put these little... It's almost like, you know, we, we talk about having a plan, and, and, and our plan and our goals are... It, it, it's not really something that has a finish line. Mm-hmm. It's no, not. I know. It's not. Hey, I'm gonna do this for for thirty days, and then that's gonna be all I need for change. Mm-hmm. It, you you can't look thirty, sixty, ninety, hundred and twenty, six months, even a year. I mean, we we've had people we've had people ask us, hey, once I go to the gym and I get the body I want, or or what? Well, how long do I have to do this until I don't have to keep going to the gym? Mm-hmm. That was that was the statement or the question. Yeah. How long do I have to do this until I don't have to go to the gym? And the answer is you have to go forever. Yeah. There is no finish line with the that. well, and it's your it's the way that you choose to live your life. Yeah. If you don't want to go to the gym, then don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. But if you want to continue to live a a healthy lifestyle and mm-hmm. you know where y- you don't have to worry about your health as much and all that, then yeah. continue to to go to the gym. Well, one of the things that I've I've been very proud with with us since we since we started our fitness journey back in 2012, 2012 was we we may uh, what was I, I had the word and now I, we may slightly waver but we don't ever fall off the track mm-hmm. we've we've never gone since 2012 we've never gone a complete week without going to the gym or eating right. Mm-hmm. We may have slipped up a little bit and had multiple cheat meals or mm-hmm. because of the holidays or travel or just 
it seemed like th- things would happen like so and so got married this day and then oh well now we've got this holiday and and it was just much it was like yeah it was just easier to say fuck it and <laughs> do bad and be like now we'll get back on the track but one of the things that people don't understand and don't get is people derail themselves completely yeah but but for us we didn't we sucked it up especially you for a very long period of time mm-hmm. and didn't waver at all mm-hmm. until you hit that initial goal yes of i have lost the weight or i looked the way i got or i've dropped the fat i want whatever it is you hit that and then it's pretty much maintenance mode mm-hmm. what i see nowadays is and, and and i don't know if it's if it's unrelatable to me because we went through that and didn't waver i i see people that that constantly talk that i mean they're not even halfway to their goal mm-hmm. and they've been working on that for years like how how are you not there yet? Mm-hmm. What what in your life is so much more important than your own health and well being? Well, that, they're holding themselves. Back. Yeah, I mean it, it's one hundred percent their fault, mm-hmm. and, and so I I don't understand that that mentality of I'm gonna sort of I'm gonna sort of and because they tie it to the doesn't matter how many times you get knocked off the horse. It's like well you didn't get knocked off the horse. You parked the fucking horse, tied it to a post, and got off. And went and did something else for six months. Yeah. You didn't get knocked off the horse. Mm-hmm. The only way that applies is injury. <laughs> yeah. Or some life-changing event. Right. That is preventing you from doing that. Uh-huh. Physically preventing you. Don't tell me you got a new job. Don't tell me you got a promotion. Don't tell me you're working longer hours. You got the same fucking 24 hours in a day that I have. Uh-huh. You know? So make time for it. If you're just not making time, that's not you getting kicked off the horse. Yeah. That is you choosing to not do it. Uh-huh. And it, but they try to equate it that it's the same thing. You know, I think that it's so simple, <laughs> though. Like everything, and not, and not just fitness. I'm I'm saying everything in yeah. in your life to 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 be successful. It's it's simple. You need to work on something. What is it we say? Problems are complex. Solutions are simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yes, it is. But I think that um, getting there and doing something every day towards your goal, you know, and, and you'll continue to make new goals as you, as you live and, you know, you, you get promotions and stuff like that. You'll, you're never, you're never going to reach the, the very top of, you know, what your you're potential. You're never going to be satisfied. Yeah. And... I think that people just don't understand that how simple it actually is to just just do and the work. Simple and easy are not the same thing. I think that's the problem. People that's, think that yes. simple and easy they're like it's not simple. No, it's not easy, that's but it true. is simple. That's true. I mean, I've said it on here 50 times, especially when it comes to the fitness thing. Eat right, go to the gym or eat right, lift weights and do cardio mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. It's a very simple solution. Uh-huh. to every problem with your weight. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to do, but it is very simple to identify what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But that's where the discipline and the consistency and no excuses and all that stuff mm-hmm. plays into yeah, account. I mean, last, last week was National Women's, what was it? Uh, uh, health and Fitness. Health and Fitness, day. you know. Uh-huh. And I personally shared three pictures of you and kind of did a little rant uh-huh. behind it. Um, oddly enough, the same people don't like those type of posts every time they show up, and I think that's funny. 
but I, I think that it, it's not done. It's not. I don't do that to be like, ha ha, fuck you. Look, look what my wife did. Mm-hmm. It's to be like, look what she did. Look at this. Look how proud I am of what she did. Look at what she accomplished and has maintained for X amount of years. And every year that it comes around and I repost it or I reshare it or I share your transformation, I hope that somebody that has at least been my friend on Facebook since we've been together sees that every year and says, well, that's another year I decided not to do anything about my situation. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's another year. Seth's been sharing this for 10 fucking years now, Mm -hmm. and I still haven't done anything. They're rolling their eyes. Yeah, don't get mad at me. That's your fault. (laughs) Why in the fuck is that? Here we go again. Seth's sharing it again. But, and like, like you, you know, you're like, oh, I hope that they... They see that, and they're like, another year. Yeah, I, I hope they're like, fuck you. I'm going to turn my life around and rub it in your face. <laughs> yeah, do okay, it. Bring it on. That's what I want you to do. <laughs> but I hope that those posts actually do inspire somebody, though, too. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know that, honestly, I don't have a lot of faith in people that get started in, in uh, the fitness world or whatever 90% of them don't stick with it because they don't stick with it and I wish that they would I really really do but I and I wish that there was just that one person you know that is like that was like oh because of you because of you I started right you know and and continued I guess yeah that's that's my biggest thing yeah everybody it's easy to start well and that's the other thing that that people misconstrue they say well the hardest the hardest part is taking the first step oh yeah and no that's not no that's easy that is easy. that's very easy the hardest part is continually taking those steps yeah and and th- that just pisses me off i mean too. The, the first step is hard i would say but it's it but it's the other steps are just as hard mm-hmm. to to continue and yeah. to stay consistent and have the discipline right that's for everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It applies to all kinds of aspects. Um, but, but yeah, I don't I don't have faith in people to do it either. I know. On all kinds of stuff. I mean, I, I see, every time I see somebody, and it's, when I say I don't have faith, it's not that I'm like, oh, I hope you fall flat on your face. I'm not rooting for you to fail. I do the eye roll, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, did you see this? Because I just don't have faith based on the amount of people that are consistently saying what they're going to do and what they're going to accomplish and don't. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, here's another one. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just always waiting for somebody to rise above the pack and actually do it. Yeah. And, and I don't mean within six months or a year. I mean being able to reflect, you know, five years down the road and say, hey, man, do you remember five years ago when so-and-so said they were going to do this? And look at what they've done. Yeah. You know, look at what they've done. Look what they've accomplished. And getting there via their own, their own accord and their own self motivation, uh-huh. and and their own drive. I mean, there are some innate qualities that people have that you can talk about and you can try to get them to recognize how to do that. But there are certain qualities I don't think you can instill in people. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 that's that's a pretty cynical view i understand that from my perspective of of that uh, but it's it's 100 based on the experiences and what i've seen in the past yeah uh, because i you know i am waiting for that 
for that that person that's like, oh, I'm grinding, I'm hustling to actually make something mm-hmm. of themselves, to actually be like, look at look at what this person did. And I actually mean someone I know. I'm not talking about the the stories you see on the news about mm-hmm. this guy went from here to here and 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 this and that. I'm I'm actually talking about the people that are in my circle or or acquaintances of that circle or the people that you know I'm connected with on social media because. Not a day goes by that somebody doesn't spout off about something that they're going to do mm-hmm. or something that they're going to achieve or something they're going to accomplish. And it, it really kind of comes at this, like, you know, watch me, watch me, watch what I'm going to do. And it, it reminds me of the little kid that's like, Mommy, 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 watch watch me do this somersault. And then they can't do it right, and they, like, smash their face and they fall. <laughs> and it's like, well, why the fuck did you tell everybody to watch you? Yeah. Just go yeah. do the somersault. And get really good and be the best person that can do a somersault. Mm-hmm. And then be like, look, I have the world record at somersaulting. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever it is. I mean, I... Well, at least the little kid is is still young and still learning. Yeah, but these people... Think, these adults haven't learned. These people, yeah, haven't learned. Yeah. And they don't know. And they're still doing that. Right. And the thing that... <laughs> they make themselves look so stupid, I think. And that's probably very harsh. But they, you make yourself look dumb when you say you talk a big game and you say that you're going to do this and going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then here you are five years later and yeah. you haven't what done happened? shit. Yeah. yeah. What happened to all those plans? Yeah. You know, you didn't execute on them. You know, keep, what's the stu? I hate it. It's corny, but it, it makes sense to me at least with the about the, you know, keep whatever, keep your plans close to the chest or something. Oh, I don't know. Uh, you don't have to publicly, publicly grind. Anytime I see somebody talk about how much they're hustling or grinding, I immediately know that they don't really know what hard work is. Because <laughs> if you're working hard, you don't have time to talk about on Facebook how hard you're working and what your grind is. You don't have time to take selfies of you at work hustling. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't true. happen in real-world jobs. <laughs> Look at me, get my hustle. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick and take a photo of me hustling at work. <laughs> no, you're not hustling. That's true, huh? I know. Yeah. You know, and so I think that there's just, there's so much. You know, one of the things I said on the post I shared with, with your, your pictures was, um, you know, it's not about taking that first step. It's about laying out that plan and figuring out, you know, exactly all the steps you need to take to be successful and to achieve a goal, and I know this does apply for fitness, but it applies for for your work achievements, it applies for your monetary achievement, it applies for anything that you're going on in your life that you're trying to gain or maintain that nothing's owned. Your, your, your successes, your, your money, your bank account, your position at work, your your fitness level, whatever that may be, it's not owned, it's rented. And the rent's due every fucking day. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't putting in the work to pay that rent, whatever aspect of your life, you aren't going to keep it. And you see a lot of people that put this big down payment on something, and they, they grind and they hustle and they go after it in spurts. Mm-hmm. But they don't maintain it, you know? Yeah. And, and it's it's really about that initial real shitty phase of doing everything you have to do to get there. If you want to save a lot of money, you you can't keep going out. 
You can't keep eating fast food. You can't keep ordering DoorDash. You can't have the social life you want to have. No. You have to stop doing all of those things and buy a car with very little cash, get a job that's giving you enough money so you have some benefits, getting a place that may not be in the best part of town but has low rent, and stocking away every penny that you can, every penny that you don't need to survive. And survival does not include new shoes, new clothes, cable. new rims, fucking cable, mm-hmm. Netflix, Hulu, any of that shit. It may include the internet, though. Nowadays. Nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people need internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't include all of that stuff. Yeah. And, and that's, that's sucking it up mm-hmm. and, and getting yourself to a point where you can be successful down the road. Well, and that's the thing is that people, you you need to suck it up for, you know, however long it takes to to get you to a better path or whatever. And it's really not that long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take that long to to suck it up. Yeah. And and like, you know, I mean a year goes by like that. Right. And people just don't they don't even take the first step right yeah they don't or or like i said they take the first step but but then they really take the first five steps and like oh my gosh this is way too many steps yeah this is hard work or they let somebody else's success be their excuse as to why they didn't continue so if you're trying to save money and you're you're living like hell stockpiling money away so you can be successful down the road and Joe Schmo over here is doing the same thing, but then he gets an inheritance because his grandma dies. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, that's not fair. Well, he now he's got a he's got a way bigger head start than I do. Yeah, he only got he only got to where he is because of this. Yeah, don't ever use anybody else's no. successes as your excuse to or your reason to not still strive to get that. Mm-hmm. I hate that when yeah. somebody tries to say something. Well, the only reason that and it really pissed me off when they do it with you about. Not having kids. The only reason she's able to look the way she does is because she didn't have any kids. Fuck you. If you want that to be your excuse as to why you're fat ass and doing what they need to do to stay in shape, then that's what you can take to the grave. But that's not the truth. No. You know? And it diminishes what you had to do Mm -hmm. to get to where you went. Now, it doesn't take away from the fact that you let yourself completely go for years, but you owned up to it and found responsibility and... And change. Yeah. And change. And actually change. And that's yes. what we're talking about. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, it just, I mean, the, it, it, it is identifying that long-term plan mm-hmm. of all the steps that are going to be necessary to get there and then sticking with it. Yeah. And actually doing it. And on that path, it's nobody else's business but yours. Yeah. Keep your head down. Keep your eyes on the target. If you're focused on the target, you don't have time to worry about what other th- people think on social media or whatever that you're doing to try to get there. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be private with that stuff. It is. And get over there. I mean, yeah. one of the things that you know, you did not do the entire time you were trying to lose weight was you didn't post, and this goes back with people like, well, you should celebrate your, small, your little successes. When you lost your first 10 pounds, you didn't post. Hey, down 10 pounds a day. Mm-hmm. When you lost your next post, you didn't. Oh, down 20 pounds a day. I mean, it was just like, holy cow, what happened? Yeah. And that was way more powerful than messages. That's where everybody's like, what'd you do? Yeah. What'd you do? Uh-huh. And one of the reasons you didn't do it is because 
You were self-motivated. Mm-hmm. You didn't need everybody else's buy-in no. on your journey, uh-uh. on what you're doing, because it didn't matter what they thought. No. It didn't matter what they think. It didn't it, matter what anybody thought. Yeah. Like going into the gym and seeing the other people next to me and mm-hmm. and all that, and, you know, that were more fit or whatever, and it's like, no, I'm doing this for me. Like, yeah. this is this is what I'm supposed to do. And then the trainers, you know, trying to, to work with me and stuff. I'm like, no, that's okay. I, I, you know, I can do this on my own. I, mm-hmm. I have what it takes. I'm able-bodied. Yeah. And I can do it. Mm-hmm. And I did. Yeah. Without anybody's help but my own. Oh, and yours. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> what the hell? Please leave me up. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I was going to say, though, that, like, I, I do think that some of the, that there is certain things that you do need to celebrate, though, you know? And once you've gotten, like, for instance, there is this couple that that follows the podcast and listens, and uh, they uh, have just, they've been recently paying off all of their debt. Mm-hmm. And... They, you know, they, they shared that they paid off their, their car. And so I think that's awesome. Well, to, I think that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. But you shouldn't say, hey, I made another car payment. Yeah, today. right. That's what I don't want to hear. And uh-huh. that's what people are trying to celebrate nowadays. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think, like, the gym check-ins do and the little mirror selfies and yeah. the, the stupid poses that everybody does in the bathroom. You know, I, I don't care. Yeah. Nobody cares. But you're going to have half, or not half, but you're going to have a certain, like, people that are like, oh... They're doing the same dumbass stuff I do, so I've got to like it, and I've got to tell them, hey, great job, so they do the same thing for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. When that's your little sense of community that you all have to have. Yeah, and that's the sense of community that you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get me out of there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not participating in that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's, yeah. I want to be like, show me when you actually have some real results. <laughs> not, yeah. not when you have real results, but when you hit those real results, and now we're two years later. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's, but, but uh, yeah, I, I agree. Paying off your house, paying off your car, paying off your student debt, whatever. Those are big accomplishments that should be celebrated. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. reaching your, you know, whatever milestone in your career should be celebrated. I mean, I, I, I can't say that. I'd be a hypocrite because <laughs> after my big promotion, I put something out there. But I didn't, all of my other little jobs between here and there. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like, hey, look at me. I did my job today. And, oh, hey, look at this. I I was next in line for this. No, it was, yeah, I started at the bottom lowest position in the company you could. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in 10 years, I was director of operations. I'm talking about a 10-year time frame. Yeah, I With know. the same company. I know, and, and one post about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, yeah, one post about it, mm-hmm. you know, the entire time. And so I think that there are milestones that you should definitely celebrate. Yeah. And you're going to get the people that don't want to celebrate those milestones with you mm-hmm. out of spite, out of oh, jealousy, out of, you know, whatever. I mean, the other thing that you tend to, people tend to think that they're successful is, oh, I have a lot of haters, so that means I'm successful. No, that's that's not it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, maybe you have a lot of haters because you're just annoying as shit. <laughs> and they're not really haters, it's just you're flat out annoying and nobody supports whatever BS you're trying to do. Yeah. It's not haters. I know, but I, I I think that when you do when you do become more successful or whatever. I well, I mean, yeah, haters do exist, but you see, you see people that like 
aren't really achieving anything. Mm-hmm. Talk about right. the haters they have. I know. And it's like, no, you don't have any haters. Yeah. Nobody hates you. Yeah. Nobody's hating on you. Because I, I, I associate haters with jealousy. Mm-hmm. Like, you have something that I want, and because I don't have it, I'm going to not like this because of that. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of anybody that's not a celebrity that would be like that. Yeah. And then we've even talked about people that, you know, have something I want. I don't I don't hate on them. Mm-hmm. But I think people would be like, well, Seth never has anything good to say about this. He's a hater. And it's like, no, you don't have anything I want. You know, your your little things that you're trying to do don't, you know. I'm not trying to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a hater for that. You're just fucking annoying. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it, but people probably say the same thing about me, and I that's know. fine. I'm sure I get way more eye rolls about what I do yeah. than, than I give. I'm sure. I'm sure you do. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Roll your eyes. Roll your eyes. Have at it. Half the stuff I post is so you can roll your eyes. <laughs> I want you to roll your eyes. So every time you roll your eyes, I want you to know that I got exactly what I wanted. Oh. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. So that's exactly my intent. So every time you roll your eyes at whatever I post, I got exactly what I wanted and you fell right into that trap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're just putting that out I, I, I get more pride in the lack of likes I get than when I get a lot. I'm like, dang it, why'd so many people like that? <laughs> I thought people would be mad. Seth, oh my like, gosh. Ah, that only got two likes. I got a bunch of haters. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh my goodness. And they're just like, man, he's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, this episode was a very big rant, I guess. Yeah. And that's okay, I guess, to have <laughs> to have episodes like that every once in a while. I mean, we've been on what, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, four plane flights this week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm jet lagged. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's your yeah. excuse for I'm being, jet lagged, yeah. being this way. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add, though. Do you? No, I better stop on my head. <laughs> I have a lot more I could talk about. There's a, there's several categories I still want to tackle, but I'll wait till I'm tired and cranky and jet lagged to do those on another episode. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm hungry too. I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps it up, though, for this week. Um, as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends about us, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.